There's something better than going to heaven and walking on streets of gold. There's something better than going to heaven where we'll never grow old. There's something better than going to heaven far beyond the blue. What's better than going to heaven, taking someone else with you? God wants us to be soul winners, the fields are already white. We need to be serving Jesus every day and night. There's something better than going to heaven, far beyond the blue. What's better than going to heaven, taking someone else with you? us to be soul winners. The fields are already white. We need to be serving Jesus every day and night. There's something better than going to heaven far beyond the blue. What's better than going to heaven? Taking someone else with you. What's better than going to heaven? Taking someone else with you. Where they'll never come and die 
They carried my Lord up Mount Calvary. They nailed his body to a tree. He suffered, bled, and died for lost sinners. On the third day, he rose up for you and me. Oh, I'm looking for a city. Stretched out wide, barely hanging on to life, left to suffer on your own. You came for all mankind to bridge the great divide, and somehow ended up. Of all the blood and tears you shed, I will never know that kind of loneliness. Your spirit never leaves me, even when I'm hurting. I don't have to bear that burden on. Pain and buried all the shame when you made that rugged tree a righteous throne. Because of you, I'll never walk alone. You came here as a man. I know you understand what it's like to walk these roads, but my problem.
Good evening. Let's all stand. We're going to sing Sweet Hour of Prayer. We're going to sing the first and the last. Sweet hour of prayer, sweet hour of prayer that calls me from a world of care and bids me at my Father's throne make all my wants and wishes known. In seasons of distress and grief, my soul has often found relief, and oft escaped the tempter's stare by thy return. Sweet hour of prayer, sweet hour of prayer, sweet hour of prayer, may I thy consolation share, till from Mount Pisgah's lofty height I view my home, and take my flight. This robe of flesh I'll drop and rise to seize the everlasting prize. And shout while passing through the air, farewell, farewell. Let's open up a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I do thank you and praise you for bringing us here safely this evening. I do pray for those still on their way, they would get here safe. Those that are coming or listening that are not saved, that you would please save them. Please fill past with the Holy Spirit as he preaches and open our hearts and minds to your word that we would hear what you have for us. I do pray all these things in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. 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 Titus chapter 2 in your Bible. Titus chapter 2. We mentioned these verse, this verse in Sunday school, and I wanted to look at this chapter again. Titus chapter 2, verse 1 says, But speak thou the things which become sound doctrine. The aged men be sober, grave, temperate, sound in faith, in charity, and patience. The aged men, the, uh, the aged men, the aged women likewise, that they... Be in behavior as becometh holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God not be, uh, be not blasphemed. Y uh, young men, likewise, exhort to be sober-minded in all things, Showing thyself the pattern of good works in doctrine, showing uncorruptness, corruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, 
having no evil thing to say of you. Exhort servants to be obedient unto their own masters and to please them well in all things, not answering again, not purloining, but showing all good fidelity that they may adorn the doctrine of God our Savior in all things. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works, these things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. Now I want us to look at this because Paul was mentoring two men. He was mentoring Timothy and Titus. And uh, Titus was a Greek and he was a convert of Paul's. Uh, nevertheless, the Bible says, God that comforteth those that are cast down comforted us by the coming of Titus in Second Corinthians chapter 7. Chapters 7, 7, verse 13 says, Therefore we were comforted in, in your comfort, yea, exceeding more uh, joyed we for the joy of Titus, because his spirit refreshed by you all. Uh, Paul's last letter by the Holy Spirit before his death was Titus. And so he mentored these, these men, and he is writing from Crete. He's writing this letter from Crete. And, and, and he, he tells them, and he starts out with chapter 2 in verse 1. He says, Speak thou the things which become sound doctrine. Uh, there's a lot of speech that goes on during the day. There's a lot of things that come out of people's mouths. Some good, some bad. James said, you shouldn't have good and bad coming out of the same place, right? And so... so so we, 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 we're thinking about this, but the, 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 the thought is sound doctrine. Uh, sound doctrine. I, the thought came to my mind as I was pondering what I wanted to say tonight, and I was praying and uh, talking to the Holy Spirit, and this, this thought came to my mind. The, the scriptures can speak on their own. They don't, God doesn't need us. We don't have to. We don't have to. We don't have to stretch it. We don't have to rephrase it. Ladies used to give us medicine. You used to put a little sugar in it so it didn't taste as bitter, right? We don't need to add sugar to it, right? Amen. Amen. We need. We need the medicine just the way it is, right? We don't need a spoonful of sugar. To make the medicine go down, right? And so, as we as we think about this sound doctrine here, we we need to understand that the Scripture has already spoken. It is complete. It it, it, it it's there's one interpretation. Uh, it, there's not hidden meaning. God has given this to us, and and this is a God-breathed book. It's a supernatural book. We have a supernatural book in the Bible. It is not just like any other book. Now, Miss Creed, she loves to read novels. She's always reading a novel. She loves to read novels that are mixed with history, 
and embellished a little bit. You know that? She also likes to read ghost stories. So that, but, that, but, you know, and so, uh, but, 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 uh, and those books, it's, 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 it's good to read books. I've read some books, different books. And I, I remember a book I called, that I, I read it called, uh, freshness of preaching. And it was a, it was a story by a, a preacher that had, had really gotten dry in his preaching and, and, and his journey back to, back to getting that zeal for preaching once again and everything. It was a, it was a great book. I love it. I've read a lot of books. I'm a Huckleberry Finn and Tom Sawyer. And uh, I've read a lot of coloring books. And then, uh, the, and then uh, we, we just, we just, uh, we, 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 we read these books. But this is a supernatural book. This is a life-changing book. And, 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 and it, it is, it is, it is sad and it is tragic that we, we get this book and we get the Savior of the book, we get the Holy Spirit of the book, God of the book is our Father, and we so quickly depart from the book. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it, the Bible, uh, the Bible, the song says. Prone to wander. And, 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 and when you talk about doctrine to people, they think, oh my, this, this is going to be just a ho-hum. This is going to... But if you, if you, if you... If you decide to deep in, deep study into God, that's exciting. To understand the character of God and the attributes of God, to understand God and to to look in the Scripture and see what it says, and then Jesus Christ. Uh, 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 and then the, then to study about uh, not only Jesus Christ but the Holy Spirit. To study about the Church, to study about all these different things in the Bible, and and that comes from doctrine. And so God says, God says in this chapter, through Paul to these men, and to Titus in specific, he said, you need to, you need to speak things that become sound doctrine. Let me say something else. Not only does the Bible speak, it's, it can speak alone, it doesn't need us. It speaks itself. It's fine on its own. But, but, but what we believe determines how we live. Okay, as a Christian, doctrine determines how we live. And, 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 and we, we, we don't need to go to the bookstore and get a book on how to. It's here. Amen. And, 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 and you, can, you can get somebody's thoughts and some, somebody's... And, and it's all wrapped up in a neat package, but you can get into the Word of God, you and the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit can teach you not only doctrine, but He can teach you how to live it out in your life. Amen. Now, that, that's, that's the key, and that's where we miss, that's where we miss it in our Christian life. That's why we, we, we stumble and fall. That's why we're thirsty. That's why we're hungry. For, for 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 God in our lives. That's why that's why we don't have revival in our churches, because the word of God and the doctrine of God is not important. And so Paul says, "Listen, listen. You need to speak those things that become sound doctrine. It's not it's not things that throw a shadow or shade on the doctrine. Nothing that distract from doctrine. Not not a thing that changes doctrine. You know, people are changing doctrine, trying to change doctrine." 
I don't like when they talk. I, I, I detest songs or people that talk about God as the man upstairs. He's not the man upstairs. You understand what I'm saying? And our world, our world has a lingo and has has cliches and things that 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 are purposed by the the, the devil by Satan, old Slewfoot, to just demean God. God is Almighty. He is, he, is, he is almighty. He is in charge. He's not our buddy. And so, so Paul says in this chapter to these folks, he says, I want to I remind you, I want to I remind some of you people. And he starts, out, he starts out with the aged men. He starts out with us guys. And he says in verse 2, he says, he says, he says there, that the aged men be sober, grave, temperate, Sound in faith, charity, in patience. What's he talking about? He he says, as a man, as a man, uh, I'm I'm calling you out first because you you are in charge. Now uh, now now we come across people say, oh here he goes, here he goes. He's going to talk about the 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 uh, uh, stronger uh, uh, gender. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I've met some strong women. I've met some women that can beat up men. I've seen some women beat men up, but but that's another message. But 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 just think about this. But just think about this. Let's think about this. He says, "Men." By the way, by the way, men ought to be taking the lead in the church, huh? Men ought to be taking the lead in the home. Men ought to be taking the lead in the neighborhood. They said a man-eating plant got loose on Capitol Hill and starved to death. Anyhow, that's another message. But I want you to think about this. Sober, grave, temperate, sound in faith, charity, and patience. Focus on the word grave. Look at, look, it means to, uh, worthy of respect and dignified, honorable, gravity. You know, you know, there's not a lot of people that command respect with just their presence. You ever notice that? We don't we don't ha- we don't have that anymore because we have social media. We have social media. We have we have Facebook and we have what what's that other one? Instagram. Instagram. Twitter. We got all these things. And, and we got people, we got people, we got people, everybody, everybody wants to show what so and so wore. Or what so and so's doing? You know, they, they were talk, uh, the other day. I looked on there. I looked on on it, and, and they talked about this sports sports personality. It says the world is sounding out about this. The world's not sounding out about him. You are. The world doesn't know half the world. Ninety nine percent of the world doesn't know in, in, who in the world he is. But 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 you, you, you have you listen listen, men. When we come into our homes, we ought to command respect. Not not because we're there to say let the beatings begin. That's not why. You know, Sharita, one of my one of my favorite one, my, one of my mom's favorite phrases was, "When your dad gets home." One time when. One time she said, when my dad gets home, so I called my friend and said I could 
see if I could stay all night. So I went over his to stay all night. I didn't make it through the night. There was a knock at the door. My feet didn't hit the ground all the way home. That's another, that's another message. But, but, but just think about it. Just think about it. We should, we should command respect. We shouldn't demand respect. Are you, are you, are you listening? By our testimony, by our godliness, and, 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 and by, by, our, uh, by being honored. We, we don't need emasculated men in the world. We don't need feminine men in the world. Somebody told me the other day, real men can wear pink. I don't know. I don't know about that. I see you with pink on. I may pull your man card. But, but, but let, me, let me just say, if, if, if you feel like wearing pink, God bless you. But there's a lot more things that take away from masculinity that you can do or not do. Amen? I, I think men hold doors for women. I think men are polite to people. I think men respect the law and respect authority. See? There's, there's things, and he, say, he says, hey, listen, listen, so your sound doctrine. He, he starts, and this is, this, is how we get, this is how we get at church. People say, oh, the preacher's going to preach on this, and then, he, then the preacher starts preaching. And we don't like it. But let me tell you something, men. We're the leaders. We, we need to take the lead. And, 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 and uh, uh, you know, I, 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 I know I should be at church, but I'm going to go to the gun show, or I'm going to fix my car, or I'm going to wash my car. Or I'm, let me tell you something. When the door's open, you ought to be there. It means to be an example of righteousness and holiness. Call right, right, and wrong, wrong. And so he says to the men, he says, he said, listen, you, we're first in order for a reason. Then he talks to the aged, uh, aged women. He says to them, he says, he says to the aged women, he said, you set the example of a matronly lady. The world peddles and is hooked on sex. It is. It is. It is. Uh, uh, older women who have married, had children, love their husband, women of prayer, godliness, and who portrays a picture of femininity is what we need. Women who embrace the aged, the wrinkles, the hair, etc., that's fine. We're going to get wrinkles. I mean, we can throw all the lemon on it, and we can tighten it up, and we can get... I mean... Some women get facelifts till their eyes are on their head. You do what you want with your makeup and you do with what you want and how you fix your hair and whatever. That's between you and God. But be a godly example. Amen? Be a godly example. Not a paint store advertisement. Women. We need mothers. We need mothers. You know, you know, you, you know, we wonder, we wonder if a career is worth having a baby and dropping that baby off at the daycare center and they're really raising that baby. And then when they get to be teenagers, you wonder why you have problems. 
And if you can find a Christian babysitter, that's great. If you have to work, that's great. But I'm going to tell you something. There was a time when mom was at home with the kids, stayed at home with the kids. Mom was there. Yeah, and, and she taught them. Homeschool was there long before homeschool was called homeschool. That was mama. Mama. And, uh, and, and we need mothers. We need women. We need women. The aged women. We need women that are, we need women that are, that are, uh, that are, that are uh, 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 pictures of what a woman should be. It's not these, not these rock stars and these people out there. They said, people, well, you know, this preacher, this, this lady, and this lady gets up to talk about her singing. Lady gets, talk, gets up to talk about her singing, and, 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 and she says, I started singing in church. Well, why do you stay there? Why just stay there? Now, notice what it says in verse, 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 verse 4 that they may teach the younger women the younger women the younger women to be sober and to love their husbands and to love their children that's a commodity that's 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 a you know it's you know it's it, you, you, you don't, you don't, you don't, you, younger women, they, it's not, it's not you hand them the phone so they can watch, play on the phone or on the tablet or watch the TV. It's you play with them. You get out and build blocks. We say we are advanced. We're not advanced. Electronics are killing us. And they're 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 not they're not they're not that's not that's not teaching your children. Say, preacher, what's this have to do with doctrine? Everything. Everything. And then he says, then he says this. Notice what he says. He says in verse six, he says, in young men. Likewise, be sober minded in all things, showing yourself a pattern of good works. He said, he said, and then look what it says. In good works in doctrine, showing uncorruptness. What's he saying? What's he saying? He's saying young men who think right, who think biblically, surround themselves with the right people. Now listen to that. Surrounding yourself with the right people. Now I'm going to tell you something. You can't hang around somebody... That's, that's not right and stay right. Amen. It's going to rub off on you. Now watch who your kids run, hang out with. But young men, young men, young men, it's amazing. We've had young men come through this church and uh, they, they, start and they start and they're all sweet, cuddly. In master clubs. Then they become teens. And they're all cool. 
Start putting on women's jewelry. You say, well, preacher, you know this. No, it's not. It's, it, 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 it. Let, the ladies, let the ladies do the earring thing. And the, not the nose ring. I don't need earrings. I'm good looking enough. Why would I distract from all this right here? I mean, come on now. Amen, Tim? Amen. Thank you, brother. Amen. Now, notice, 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 notice. Young men, the Bible says, as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Listen, young men who think right. Young men, we see men dropping off from living for God. We see young men that don't want to listen to the Word of God. Bible talks about teacher heaping to themselves teachers having itch and ears. You know, you know the, there's a lot of a young crowd that wants to go to a place that entertains them with biblically with the Bible. They won't preach the Bible. Now I got to tell you, I, I'm, I've been praying that God send us some more instrumentalists. I like to have the whole front with people with violins and all kinds of stuff. You know, maybe a juice harp. I don't know. But just, just people playing music. I'd like to have more music. But if I had to trade off, I'd rather have the Bible. Amen. Amen. That's right. Okay? I mean I could I could pay for somebody to come here and sing and, and we could have a we could have a we could have some we could get down. Get down with gospel, amen. And, and there's a lot there's a lot I mean I, I I, I, I had somebody come in. They said, this is refreshing today. I said, why? I said, well, at the church I'm in, somebody's singing over here and somebody's dancing over here and somebody's doing this over here. Somebody's doing it. Even while the preacher's preaching, somebody's playing the piano or the organ or something. Now, I would like one of those guys that when I say something, they go, do, do, do. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. Elijah, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? The guy says, whoa, 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 you know. And the whale swallowed Jonah. Dun, 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 dun. You know, I wouldn't mind something like that. But I want you to just think. I want you to think about this, folks. What do we need? You know, I need, when I come into this, when I come to hear the scripture preached, when I I get into scripture, I need God to work me over. I, I went out to work out with these guys. They had that thing called the finisher. I think it, I think communists had something to do with that thing. No, it's a Christian guy that has it. But those guys were sitting there when they were finished, man. I just went up down a couple times, and when I got up the next morning, my shoulder says, "Go ahead, I'm gonna stay in bed." Do <laughs> you think about that? We want the Bible to work us over. We need our spiritual muscles worked over. Young men, young men need to quit running away. From godly preaching. Well, you know, I just, no, no, no. Buckle your seatbelt, discipline yourself, and take it Amen. like a man. Amen. And and so he says, he says, he says, young men. And then he says this. He talks about servants. Well, preacher, where does that apply? Well, it's for all of us who work, have a job, and 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 when you work, when you work. God can be seen in your work. 
Now, you all know that I work for a contracting company. And my, my, my project manager is a Christian. And, and he's a blessing. And, you know, he calls me up and tells me to do something. I said, okay. And he'll call me up later and he says, you know, I just, I'm just having a hard time. I said, what, what do you mean? He said, well, I just asked you to do something and you said, okay. I said, yeah, this is, he's talking about working on those doors for two weeks. That's the backside of the desert, Miss Marilyn, with those doors. Worked on those doors, worked on those doors. Now that, now, that, now that building doesn't want anybody up there but me and Brian, and we're the two Christians in the company. Today I was coming home. I'm watching a job for a guy, and I'm looking at the job. I'm, I'm, I'm old school, Okay. I'm not, I'm not a rocket science scientist. Miss Anita, through my construction year, I, I started out as a, as, as a brick, working for a bricklayer and put tile in, and then I became a carpenter. And my, my, I can't do it. I got all the tools, but I can't do it anymore like I used to because of my shoulders. But then somebody said, you're a foreman. They put me in charge of the group. Then somebody said, you're a superintendent. Then somebody called me and says, you're a construction manager. Now I didn't go to school for all that things. I, they what they what they did is they recognized in me something that was intangible, and and that was helping get the job done. I thrive. I thrive in putting a team of professionals together, coordinating them, and watch them do their thing and get them everything they need to be successful. I don't know what they're doing. But as long as it works, I know I can do some electrical and plumbing, and if you let me do too much, I'll really mess it up. But 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 I know enough to know, and and, and I I I'm a, I, I know the safety, I know how to quality control things, and so I was out job today at the Coast Guard, and I was looking at something, and I called Brian on the way home, and I said, Brian, I said I, I'm just I, I I I'm not in a foul mood. I just want to share something. I said, we got this, and I, I don't understand why we're leaving this like this. And I named about five or six things, and I, I went on and went on. He said, well, Pat, just I just wanted to tell you that we've been given the Coast Guard base now, so we're in charge. We're large and in charge. There's a new sheriff in town. Now, you say, you say what's, what, what it was? I only see what's wrong, Okay. If I go out in the fellowship hall, have you ever walked in the fellowship hall and noticed it's like surfing? It is not a level floor. It's just not on the level. Thank God for it, amen. I'm not complaining. Somebody didn't know what they were doing. I can't look at that floor and concentrate on that floor. I'll lose my blessing. You understand what I'm saying? How many of you ever heard this thought? Do it right the first time. You ever heard that? Do it right the first time. So you do it right. You do it right. And Tim knows how to get into the engine and do it right in the engine. He's still working on the outside and making the outside look better. Okay? But when he gets to that point, when he makes it really look good on the outside and everything, that's it. I know you do, do, you, you do make it look good on the outside once in a while. But, but what I'm it's, I'm just making an illustration, okay? Don't get mad. So, so, 
So you get that, in, but 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 here's what happens: nobody knows what's underground. It's supposed to work right, but when you finish it, it's got to be right. You understand? That's what the community sees. I'm old school. I like it right inside and out. Do it right the first time, or I'm going to make you do it over again at your cost. And I've done that before in D.C. for the D.C. government when I represented them several times, and people hated my guts, but my bosses loved it because when they finished with the job, it was right. You understand what I'm saying? As, as a, when, you, when, you work, when you work at a place of employment, it doesn't matter where you are, you should, do, you should be the best there is. You should show up on time, and you should make sure everything's done, and if it takes you a couple minutes before you go out the door, you need to take something or mop something up. You don't clock out because it's time to go. That's how Christian acts. That's how Christian acts. And so, so he says. He says here to these employees. He says. He says. He says to the servants. He he says there. He, he, he says there uh, servants, servants uh, uh, that you you're gonna you're gonna be there and in all things. He says. He says exhort servants to be obedient to their own masters and to please them well in what? Look at verse. Look at verse nine. In all things, and what does it say? Not answering them again. So what are you talking about, preacher? I'm t we're talking about true Christianity that's based on doctrine. What you, you don't tell me what you believe and act the way you shouldn't. That's what this is about. Paul's saying, look, we if we if we're going to stand on sound doctrine, if people are going to listen to our doctrine, they need to see our daily walk is right. Did you hear me? If they if they're going to listen to their doctrine, they don't want to hear our doctrine if our daily walk isn't right. And what Paul say, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. So, so what is he saying here? What, what, what is it all? Why do, we, why do we hammer and why do we preach and why do we sweat and why do we pray over messages about God and, and God the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ and the church and why do we want to teach it here? We want to teach it here and give you the base and then we want to challenge you to live it out there. Now here's the problem. There's a lot of people that know the Bible, but they don't live it. And there's a lot of people that think they are above certain things. Listen, just bank on it. When you get up to go out in the, in the, in the world, you're going to be disrespected. You're going to be maligned. You're going to be mistreated. You're going to be stolen from that's the world. I was talking to a guy in New York. He says, I was in a school in Manhattan. He says, I, I was at a school in Manhattan today. And he said, there are all these people that have come over the border. They have to give them, they have to give them a place to live and they have to let them in the school. Now God bless them their souls. Okay. He said the guy in Staten Island, the, the mayor of Staten Island says, hey, we're not going to do that in Staten Island. 
He said, that's a 1970s rule. We're going to get that, get that off the books. And we're not going to do that. And, and, and the things. But, but let, me just say, let me just say something, folks. We're, we're living in a world that's changing every day. We're living in a world that we're we're living in a world that is is producing thugs and crooks and criminals and drug addicts. I, I saw a guy on Twitter today. I said, "I'm praying for you." He says, "It's five years since I, I've been five years sober, but I'm really tempted to take a drink today." I said, "I'm praying for you. Don't do it. Please don't do it." People are struggling. People are struggling, and and the only way. The only way that, 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 that the tide is going to be turned is not downtown. Those, guys, those people are, are infighting. They're all up about. It's all about them. It's not about us. But with God, it's all about us. He cares about us. I was talking to Patrick and this young man named Ryan. I met Ryan Twitter one day. He put his, a message out there. He said, would you all critique my message? I, take, I texted him back. I said, no, sir, brother. I appreciate you being a preacher and preaching the word. You, you keep on going. Amen. I didn't know he went to school with Patrick. And he had made, he, 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 built, he built apps for Fortune 500 companies. He had 20 people working for him. He got so busy he had to quit. He sold the company. And, and so Patrick told me, he says, I know this Ryan guy. I said, you mean this guy? Yeah. So we called him up. I, he's helping us with, with redoing our website. But, but I was talking to him today, and he, we, were, we, had a, we had a conference call, and we were talking about it. He said, now, what are you trying to accomplish there? Well, we, 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 I talked about my heart for the preacher's camp, and he, he got all excited. And I don't know if it was him or Patrick. He said, but this, this could change the world. We, we are indwelt, and I've told this, I've said this to several people this week, we are indwelt by God who is supernatural. There's no reason why we can't live a supernatural life. Amen. That's good. Amen. It's based on doctrine. That's our, that's, that's, let, let me give you some, let me give you some doctrines here. Let me give you some doctrines. Once saved, always saved. Amen? Jesus is God. Jesus is the Son of God. He's God-man. He's God in the flesh. He died on the cross. He was buried. He rose again the third day. He's at the right hand of God making intercession for us. And He's going to come again in the clouds. And he, we're going to meet Him in the clouds. And we're going to be with Him for a little bit. About seven years. And then we're going to come back with Him. We're going to be watching in full color the Battle of Armageddon. The Bible tells us that God, he said, I will build my church. You know what he's talking about? He's talking about this place. God is not talking when he talks about, I will build my church, about everybody getting saved. He's talking about building. He says, I'll build the church. You sow the seed. Amen. Amen. This is his church, not my church, not your church. It's his church. The Bible is the word of God. The Holy Spirit is God. He's real. He's not, he's not some boogie-woogie. He is the Holy Ghost. Amen. 
He is, he is, he is, he is your comforter. He is your paraclete. He is, he indwells you. He is the indicator when something's wrong. Listen, I was talking to you about places and I've, I've started turning to gas stations and it's like something told me, don't turn into that gas station, go down the street. You know, that, something, you turn the wrong gas station around certain places, you can get, you can get busted up. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit. And so many, there's so many things, there's so many doctrines and, and so many foundational truths in this Bible that we need to rehearse and rehearse and say, God, God, this is Pat. I'm starting a day and I know a lot about you and the I, I want to live it. Help me live it today. Help me be the doctrine out there. I want somebody to walk up to me and say, you know, the only thing I know, the reason you are and what you are and how you are is because you know God. Now, I've talked to people before, and they said, I know God. And then two minutes later, they were talking about God in a different vein. Now, how is, how, how is it? How is it? Where are we? We are people who have the word of God. And we have an opportunity to live it. Let's live it. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for your word. Pray to you. Bless. Bless the invitation. Uh, help us to do business with you. We're so frail. We're so wicked. We're so sinful. We do not. We cannot do it on our own. Help us. Help us to live what we believe out in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand with heads bowed and eyes closed. Let's have an invitation hymn, play something. And if God bless, worked in your heart, you come. If he spoke to you, get along with him. My wife is not here. She's sick. And uh, Marissa is not here. She's taking care of Lachlan. Right? 
Lackland. Elsie. I just need to go with Elsie. I'll never get it straight. Amen. Good evening, everybody. Let's continue to pray for all of our uh, bereaved family, uh, bereaved families who've lost loved ones. Uh, pray for the Diver family. My, my wife, the man my wife works for, uh, pray for his he and his family in the loss of his mom. Uh, and just lift him up uh, for God to heal them. Pray for the Hatcher family and the loss of uh, Brother Arnold's sister. Just pray for God to to heal them as well and comfort them. And continue to pray for all of our unspoken requests, folks in the church. There was a lot of hands in here Sunday raised for folks that had unspoken requests. And just, just lift all those up in prayer and pray that God would answer them according to his perfect will. Pray for Sister Anita's health. Uh, pray that uh, God would uh, would heal her, and uh, she she's a she's a blessing to us. We just just pray that uh, that God would uh, would lift her up and heal her. And we just pray that uh, pray for um, Brother Ayuk, who has decisions to make about his future, uh, what God wants him to do in terms of uh, his education and things. Just pray that. Uh, uh, God would open the door and that he would um, he would go in. How's he doing? Well, it's just, you, you know, he's really disappointed that, you know, he he would have to, he wouldn't be able to work. You know, the, the pharmacist job is, and so we talked and he's, he's praying that he said, I'm, I'm, he said, I, he said, I said, why don't we pray that you find something where you can work during the week and you can be with your family in the evening. Maybe, Amen. maybe you can do some night school for, to, to prove yourself and be with us at church on the weekends. Amen. So, so pray that way. He's just kind of disappointed because what these colleges do is they're trying to make money too. I mean, they say they're the healthier, but they, they want money. And, you know, he thought, man, I just moved right in. But they don't tailor. They don't tailor stuff like pharmacy. Right, right. I don't see, I don't see how you do it anyway. I mean, going to school like that and trying to work a job and his family and everything—that's no, and, wow. And, and he's, you know, he. And a lot of people come here and they just take the job. I, I, I just like to ask the church to pray about, you know, let's network and if we know stuff, we know places where people can get a job. Amen. Something people can do that we share that. Amen. Because, because. No, it's 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 it's. Uh, what is this gentleman doing? He's going to school for. He went. He went to. A, he did a prerequisite schooling at Prince George's Community College, prerequisite for pharmacy school. Mm-hmm. But you know, a pharmacy school is a long time. Well, you can't. You can't do any. It's full time. It's mm-hmm. it's it's not just. It's all day. It's like twelve hour days. Mm-hmm. Yes, a lot of uh, schooling requires you to be devoted your time to school. Well, you know, with pharmacy, you know, you've got to learn. You, you probably got to learn medical medical things, and then you got to know the medicines and all that stuff. Yeah. Amen. We'll be praying about that. Pray for my wife's friend Elizabeth. Uh, her uh, baby Joel has got to have a checkup here pretty soon. God worked it out uh, that. Uh, She's going to be able to uh, take the baby for his 
his checkup before she has um, the surgery, and they're, they're moved, they moved the surgery up as well. So, so that's an answer to prayer. So be praying for her. She has uh, the hole in her heart repaired. Uh, pray for uh, Sister Kathy DeGenero. Pray for, uh, that she gets uh, positive results back from her biopsy uh, that she had done. Uh, pray that, that that's good and that God would heal her. Um, pray for uh, Sister Sharita's um, friend Rob, who is having both cataract surgery and dental work. Be lifting him up in prayer. Uh, pray for Chris's mom, uh, Leslie, as she recovers from an appendectomy. And uh, just pray for his dad's health and pray as the family, uh, that the family would be able to move back into the house, uh, that they would get the repairs done uh, quickly. Uh, that they've, they've already they've started back at it, so praise the Lord for that. Just uh, pray that they get gets done quickly and then get back in their house. Pray for um, uh, Don Thatcher, who uh, uh, had a uh, prayer request, emailed a prayer request. His 81 year old mom fell and broke uh, both bones in her right leg above the ankle, and just pray as she recovers from the surgery that she had. Um, Pray for uh, Brother Frank's adopted son to grow in the Lord and that uh, he get more hours. He got a part-time job. I just pray that he gets gets more hours. Praise the Lord, he got a job. Uh, pray for Brother Arnold's uh, sister, other sister, who had to go uh, from the hospital to the nursing home. And the family's kind of, I think they're kind of wondering what they're, how they're going to work it out. But I just pray, just pray that... Uh, uh, God would would uh, give him wisdom in, in dealing with that, and pray for uh, Sister Hazel, pray for her health, and pray as she struggles with the loss of her sister. I'm thinking about her as hot as it's been. I know it, that's kind of hard on her, so just pray, pray over her, and pray for Sister Mona. She takes care of her mom, tries to work a job as well. Now pray for Miss Marilyn's uh, grand uh, great nephew Leon. Just lift him up. How's how's he doing? Any word on him? He's doing better. I had talked with his mom, and so everything is just stable. Uh huh. Okay. Well, that's good. That's a good thing. Amen. We'll continue to pray for him. Lift him up. God would heal him. Pray for uh, Brother Matthias and Sister Judith Monzongo. Um, they went back to Cameroon, and just pray. Uh, pray that God would. Uh, open the door that they would be able to get back, that he would be able to get his papers and come back and pray for their church, uh, Hope Baptist Church. Uh, just pray for the people there and uh, lift them up. And pray for Sister Marissa. Uh, praise the Lord for the new baby and uh, just uh, praise the Lord for safety, yeah, safety and safety and uh, for both her, her and the baby. So just, just uh, continue to pray for them. Pray for um, uh, Pam Dove Seaton, who is getting her heart transplant in Nashville. Any any word on that, Pastor? Uh, no. No. Okay. Did he find a donor or something? I, I don't know. Okay. They just get her down there and get approached. They're doing things right now to prep her. Okay. So me lifting lifting her up in prayer. Pray for Pastor's health and wisdom as he leads our church. Pray for Miss Creed's health as he was sharing tonight. She's not. Not feeling well, so be praying that God would heal her. Um, continue to pray for 
our our general request, pray for our mission commitments, our nation, our, our church, church family, uh, bus ministry, our master club kids and teens. Uh, pray for Sunday school. It's uh, coming up starting next Sunday, right? Next Sunday. We're working on it. And pray for folks recently saved, our discipleship program, our church planning, and our next outreach, which is November, what, first first Sunday in November. Yeah. So be uh, praying over that. That was it was a good time. Uh, just pray pray for the uh, the people that we contacted and and that we spoke to, um, that the word of God would would reach reach those folks and uh, the people that um, got mailings. I guess they mailed mailed out uh, things to them, cards to them, and just just pray over that. Um, pray for the upcoming preachers camp, uh, January eighth through the twelfth. And pray for God to send preachers, potential preachers. Uh, and pray for the 14 men that are going to be um, uh, teaching there, 14 preachers that are going to be teaching. And pray for um, our, our pastors, churches without pastors. And pray for our first responders, our military, doctors, nurses, all the nation's kids, especially those in the public schools. Pray for uh, the Nigerian political situation at Tabernacle Baptist in South Carolina needs a pastor. Are there any additional, any updates or additional prayer requests? Yes. Pray for the, pray for the people that were shot in Morgan State. Pray for the people that were shot in Morgan State. People were shot in Morgan State. Uh, I think yesterday. Uh, the young man, I forget the young man's first name. Nathan. Christian's up there, yeah. He was in the today. He was in the building. He heard it outside when he was in the building. Pray for the people that were shot for their families. And you mentioned preachers' camp. We're putting a we're putting a real emphasis on preachers' camp this month to sign up, get people signed up. So, so pray, pray for that, um, that God will work there. Um, pray, pray for a uh, man by the name of Brigadier General John Piker. John Piker is running for the vacated the seat, the seat that was vacated by Ben Carter, Maryland. Really?
we thank God for our, still we have our opportunity to get Amen. this promise. But pray for him because uh, that would be a that would be a blessing to have him in office. He's a he's a born again believer, soul winner. Amen. Yes, ma'am. When is the funeral? When when is the funeral? We'll be praying for that. Anybody else have anything? How's he doing? Anybody else? Brother, would you like to pray for us, please? Heavenly Father, thank you for today, Lord. Thank you for the church, Lord. Thank you for the grandson, Lord, your best is with. Lord, thank you for that, Lord. And uh, you see the Lord's prayer for us, Lord. People are uh, people. And I also pray for safety of some of those people in Baltimore, Lord, that we know that our families will often stay up with the family that was affected by the shooting. And uh, just pray for uh, until that some come back to church, Lord.
to give some safety back here this Sunday. Give some new praise. Amen. Amen. Uh, you're going to come grab this offering plate. Yes, sir. We're going to pass the offering plate you give as the Lord directs. Lord, bless the gift and the giver in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, um, don't uh, don't miss this this Sunday. We're going to be in chapter nine again in Esther, and we're going to talk about the feast of Purim. And uh, we know what happened in chapter nine. We know what happened in chapter nine with what those Jews they went after those people and they they took care of people. I mean, they took care of business. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that last part of that chapter nine and tie it in with. Uh, with the Feast of Purim, and it, I believe it'll be a blessing to your heart. Where, Lord's given me some thoughts on it uh, from the Scripture that I think will be a blessing to you as a Christian. And so uh, I want to want to encourage you to be here. Invite somebody to be here, and uh, let's pray for each other. Let's stand to be dismissed in prayer. Chris, step out and uh, pray for us. Let's close in prayer. Don't, don't.